Hey everybody, this is Jacob here in the Harbor Podcast. And before we get into this uh, new episode, just wanted to say that Joel Stead and I are very sorry that we haven't released any podcasts recently. Uh, we've gotten some feedback from uh, some of our biggest fans, um, Kylie's dad, uh, that um, you know people are mad at us for not releasing stuff. Um, so here is a a new podcast, one that we actually did a, a while ago last semester that I just never got around to releasing. So I figured I'd pull it out and uh, let you guys hear it. We got some more in the works coming this semester. We've been trying to figure out how to fit all of our schedules together and make the podcast happen uh, like it was before. So maybe some changes and things, but overall, uh, just uh, keep your eyes open for, for more that are going to be released soon. Um, so yeah, thanks guys and enjoy. Hello and welcome to In the Harbor Podcast with Stedman, Joel, and Jacob. Hello. We're back again. What's up, guys? Hey, sorry we've been gone for so long. It's just been, it's been a really busy, busy semester. So it's been, it's been hard to film podcasts. Yeah, like really busy. (laughs) Yeah, school schedules and then like making like all of our personal schedules line up is a lot harder than you'd think. Yeah, it's been a lot of just trying to like find the time that all three of us are around and able to do stuff. And it turns out that uh, this semester it's a lot harder to make that work um, just with school and, and work and all that stuff. So we apologize. Yeah, we just have a lot more responsibilities, so it's a little hard, but we hope that you guys can understand and still stick around because we'll still be making them. It might be a little less frequent this semester, but hopefully next semester we can come back and make a bunch more. Yeah, for sure. Um, today we're going to do a more serious topic. Uh, last time it was very kind of fun and like, um, just disgusting random questions and stuff. But, uh, we thought it'd be good to talk about, um, friendship today and what goes into that. Something that we've been kind of thinking about and, um, have some thoughts on. So we're just going to have the conversation about what goes into it. What does it look like? Um, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and we've been pretty good friends for the past year. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys know, we kind of live together. So, um, we were just random. Came in freshman year, same room. We didn't know any. We didn't know each other. And we kind of have created this really close bond with each other that um, that is going to last forever. Like it's a good um, kind of that first year college relationship where you're like, yeah, this is going to be a forever thing. So, yeah, yeah, which is crazy because you know. Most of the time you hear people talk about their freshman roommate experiences, uh, you know, they're drastically different from ours in, in many ways. You know, some people just have crazy stories. So we were very blessed to all have each other and, and work, be able to work together really well. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we've had well, all three of us clicked really well. Yeah. Um, but with that said, we've had to grow. We've had a lot of challenges over the time that we've been friends, you know? Yeah. It's not always just like puppies and butterflies, you know, no, it's, absolutely it's, not. it's always kind of like, 
there's always work to be done. Um, even though we're not like drama queens, there's always like, oh, well, like, why'd you do that? You mm-hmm. know, like that's kind of messed up or that was kind of annoying. Chill out. But most of the time we're, we're pretty good, but you yeah. know, it has our it, friendship always has its challenges. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and like I said, we have it pretty good. Uh, like for the most part, conflict between us is, is very low and very easily, low, very easily resolved, you know, and, and part of that's just cause you know, none of us are, are very dramatic. So yeah. we can go, Hey, why'd you do that? And you're like, uh, I don't know. Sorry. Like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, we, we, none of us get like butt hurt over anything or like get our feelings like slammed just because someone calls you out on something. So that makes a difference because for sure people, you know, that can be tough sometimes if, 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 if people take things too personally and you're, you're not trying to intend for that to happen. So it's been a blessing. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I do want to get into kind of the details of friendship um, and what you guys think about it. Cause um, there's kind of a lot of, that goes into it. And I think there is um, even biblically, I think there's kind of an ideal, like uh, an ideal that goes along with friendship and um, the things that go into it. So um, I kind of have some things that I've been kind of thinking about and I'd like to hear your guys thoughts on them. So I'll just kind of bring them up and we can kind of let the conversation flow through that. But um, firstly, like what do you guys think just off the top of your heads, like goes into being a good friend and, and kind of, um, kind of growing or cultivating a good friendship. Do you guys have any like specific things that you think of along those lines? Yeah. Um, I would honestly start out with saying like quality time spent together is a huge one. Like, if you don't spend time with someone, then how are you going to get to know them? Right. So that's a big one. Like that, you know, that also is true with like your relationship with God. Like if you don't spend time with God, right, you're not going to get to know him. So the same applies mm-hmm. for friends and, and like fe- your fellow brothers. Like you have to get to know them by spending time with them being intentional. Intentionality. Yeah, for sure. Uh, any specific things, Joel? Or yeah, I think it also is like, being there for someone like I know you guys are there like hundred percent of the time. I I need something. You guys are there to talk. I am going through something. You guys are always there to like listen. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, and I try to do that for you guys too, where it's like, okay, I'm really struggling in this thing, or I'm really like hurt by this, uh, something that happened or something. And you guys are there to like, um, kind of support me. And it's just, it's really good, you know, relationship, relationship to have that, not just in an intimate one, but also like really important in a friendship one. For sure. So, yeah, I'm kind of hearing specifically like intentionality with time spent being there, but also like reliability and, and, and trustworthiness too. you know, somebody that's that, you know, is going to be there. Yeah. Like if, if I, I wouldn't want a relationship with you guys if I couldn't call you guys at almost any time and be like, yo, I need y'all and you guys not be there. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that. And that's, that's what our relationship is. It is a relationship where if I call you or you guys call me or something like that, we're, we're always going to be there no matter what. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And that's huge. Like with big problems and with little problems, cause you know, it's, it's really nice, especially if you're having to make a decision about a problem you're facing or a conflict you're facing to have 
you know, your, your boys <laughs> backing you up and, and in your yeah, corner, sure. <laughs> uh, whether that's like, you know, advice on girls or girl problems or like family or whatever it is, like it's a vast variety, but like, that's just important to have that support and know that, okay, I can, I can call Jacob or I can call Joel. Like if I'm facing some sort of problem, like it's huge. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like life is problematic. <laughs> And there's, there's a ton of stuff that you go through, you know, there's, there's classes that are tough, there's family situations, um, relationship stuff, all that. And it's, it's important to have a, a group of people, you know, that, um, where you can count on each of them, you mm-hmm. know, to help you out when you need it. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And like, I, I know like in the last year I've had struggles like with, um, my relationship with like my dad and stuff like that. Mm. And you guys are there for me, like literally constantly. And there's not a day that goes by where I'm like, Oh, I wonder if my friends are going to be there. But like, if I'm struggling, struggling with something like that, like I know I called Stead in the summer, even like it was, it, I, he was there. And like, Jacob, you've been here, like listening to me all the time. Cause I'm, you're my roommate, like mm-hmm. direct. Yeah. And it's like, it just, people are there. And that's what makes a friendship. A good friendship is if they're there for you. Yeah. And vice versa with Joel too. Like it was really nice knowing that, you know, I mean, obviously we wish Jacob lived closer to us year round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm always away during the summer. So, <laughs> but it was nice knowing that Joel was pretty close and, and, um, you know, same thing. I was struggling with some relational, um, conflicts in, in the summer a little bit. And it was just really, really nice being able to call him and say like, Hey, like, I don't know what to do here. Or, or just even even if you're not necessarily asking for a solution to your problem, just being able to voice your problem, you know, and, and hear what your guys have to say, like that helps tremendously, yeah. too. So that was really nice. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I've been I've been thinking about this a little bit lately and I, I feel like. Um, and this is coming from classes I'm taking and, and just my own personal kind of growth in this area. But, um, I feel like there's a lot of different aspects of friendship that kind of all, um, combine under the term like love. Um, and I think love is such a complicated thing and I'm I'm not specifically referring to like romantic love, but more kind of a a general, like, what, what is love, you know? Um, and I, I always go back to, um, Thomas Aquinas, like defines love as willing the good of, of, a, of the other. Um, and that can be anybody, but it's, it's kind of all, um, it, it's defined by the wanting the good, desiring somebody else, to experience good. And, um, I think all of those different things like intentionality, reliability, trustworthiness, all that stuff kind of all, um, comes under the umbrella of love. And so, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like, um, that's kind of where my thoughts have gone. And I'm wondering like what you guys think of that, if, if that's fair, like, and, and specifically what you think of like willing the good of the other, because I think there's a lot of um, challenges, um, like relational challenges that come with that. Because willing the good of the other is not always easy. Um, it's it's oftentimes very difficult 
because number one, you have to really desire in your heart that the other person is at their best. And sometimes that's hard to do. And and second, it's also like it requires you to take action that might not be easy in some circumstances. Yeah, and I I go back. This is a often like relational verse in the Bible. But in 1 Corinthians 13, it states, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Love never fails. And I think that's really important. And I don't think in the original letter Paul wrote, he was referring to your wife. He was not at all. He was referring to your relationships with anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you going to how are you going to be a good person and a good relate in not just not necessarily a good person, but how are you going to be in a relationship with someone? on a friendship level, if you don't love them and if you don't like love bears all things, like take it on each other's burdens and like, um, being kind and patient and understanding, um, and not, um, rude or arrogant or boastful. Um, I think that's one of the biggest things that I think a lot of us miss. Oh, well that's something I need to do for my wife. But I think that's really big for, um, just friendships because I mean, without love in a relationship, you're not going to have a good one at all. So, uh, yeah, I I would I would definitely agree, and and also like selflessness, I would say is like one of the best ways to show yeah. love. Is, yeah, not insisting on its own way. I think one of that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like it's really easy to love someone when it's easy, you know, when it's convenient. When it's for convenient, you. Yeah. yeah. It's really hard to love someone when. Our human nature is to be selfish and put ourselves and our needs above like that person. Cause like there's going to be plenty of times in our life, like with our friends or with our spouses or whoever it may be that you are having to like sacrifice your needs for theirs and go out of your way to help them if they're, you know, needing something from you. And that's not always easy to do, but I would say like that's one of the best ways to show love is when it doesn't work and it, it for you and it's not easy, you know. So, yeah, I think that that kind of hits the very like nature of of what love is, you know. And and I think Paul when he talks about that is is largely describing the love of Jesus. And and um part of being able to love others is having experienced the love of God yourself. Um, but, um, yeah. What do you guys think of, um, situations where somebody is kind of going in a wrong direction and it would be really easy to kind of enable them? Like, like, do you think there's a limit to how far you should go in that and in trying to help them kind of change their way? Uh, because th- there is kind of like at, at a certain point, um, like what is that point where you call it quits, you know, and, and how much should you do as a good friend, I guess. I think if you're in a godly friendship that you both are actively trying to seek the Lord and one of y'all like goes astray and is like, really, if there's something like really like hindering your ability to 
be a good man, I don't think I would stop at anything. Like if I saw one of you guys do something like, I don't know. I don't know what it would be, and I don't want to, like, name off stuff like hypotheticals. No, no, for sure, yeah. But, like, if I saw something that I was, like, really worried about you guys, I don't think I would stop at anything. And that's the type of love that God has. Yeah. Like, w- does God ever give up on us? Never. This is, like, something my mom always said. Like, she said, no matter what you would do with your life, and she's always said this to me, like, not in the exact words, but she's like, I will never stop loving you. And I'll never stop like pursuing you. She may call the cops on you if you do something bad. Like she's, she's always telling me that, Oh, if you, if you do something like horrible, I'm going to call the cops on you, of course. But like, she's not going to ever stop loving me and she's not going to stop, um, pursuing like, and helping me. And I think that's, that's exactly what God does. God's mm-hmm. never going to turn his back on you. The only way that, that, that you would be hinder, um, hinder your ability to have a relationship with God if, if you turn your back on him. And he, I mean, every moment, if you turn your face around again, he's going to be there. And I think that's what a f- true friend is. True friend is, is yeah. someone who, if you are walking away from that relationship and you've wronged them a lot, and obviously there's a limit. Like if, if that friend is like really abusive or something like that, that needs to stop. Yeah. But at the same time, if they turn around, you're right there and you're like, yeah, bro, like let's forget about this. Let's not hold this against each other and let's start this over. And that's exactly what God does. And I think that's really powerful. Yeah. Amen. I, I 100% agree. And there's a lot to be said about like remorsefulness and like, if you've wronged someone and done something that really hurt like a close friend of yours, then yes, it's definitely one thing for you to be arrogant enough to, to convince yourself that you're not in the wrong and to put the blame, any blame that you can find on that person. And I've seen it time and time again. I've seen it so many times mm-hmm. where people just cannot accept like their own blame, right? Yeah. They always have to point the finger at someone else because they're too good and, and they want to make themselves feel better about what they did. That hurts that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah no, for sure. But like having true remorse and coming back around and saying like, hey, like I really wronged you. I hurt you. I'm sorry. But like, I love you and like, I'm not going anywhere. I care about you. Can we please like start over? Yeah. You know, there's a huge thing to be said there. I think about like that, that's friendship. That's love, right? That's what Christ wants us to do. And again, like Joel said, there's definitely a degree that you don't do that. Right. Right. Like if, 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 if it's been abusive or some like really extensive, but on a general basis, I would say like, you know, there's a difference between forgiving and forgetting. You don't have to forget what they did, but you do like you should forgive them and you should move on and and see them for how they've changed and their, their change of heart moving forward. Yeah. So So what about boundaries? Because in this, um, like Joel, you kind of mentioned this idea that like love never stops. Right. But do you think like, like honestly that and i'm not saying like i'm not making any claims or anything i'm just asking the question right but do you think that honestly like as humans we can live our lives as we need to and love other people in a way that we never stop that we pursue them in in love fully in that regard. You know what I'm saying? Like not necessarily that we're not loving them, but that we like, 
like it, it seems to me that like at a certain point there needs to be boundaries of like like for my own life i can only help somebody as much as i help myself you know and so what do you guys think about that line of boundary like that maybe i'm not able to fully get emotionally invested in in what another person is going through to the extent that it it hinders my ability to live my life well. Yeah, I, I understand. Um, and like, obviously, if like you have a friend who's suicidal and it's like you're the only person they call and it's like 4 a.m. and you don't get sleep at all. Right. And you are like physically like hindering your ability, like health, like there's a line. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do think there is. Kind so of I, I guess I could re- rephrase. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just... No, I know. I guess I could free phrase, like, the way that I... Like, I'm never going to stop caring about that person, I guess. Right. But, like, there's a there's a boundary of saying, you know what? I think I need to take care of myself. If I'm, like, up at 4 a.m. nine times in a row because you're suicidal or because of something. It doesn't have to be, like, that serious about suicide or something like that. There needs to be some other help that this person can get. Um, and that doesn't mean I don't stop praying. Like, I think prayer is one of the biggest things as mm-hmm. Christians we can use um, because prayer works. God, God, God doesn't get tired. He's in sleep. For sure. God's yeah. never like asleep when I need him. Yeah. He's always there for me. And if, if that person, I think there is a thing where like, if you're helping this person, like see God and stuff like that, I think they will get better. Um, and they will take, take steps to actively do better in their life. And if they're not, well, there's only so much a human can do. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, there's also, there are consequences to our actions with anything. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think people, especially in our culture today, we have a very weak mentality of everyone is a winner. and, And it's okay if you lose because you're still a winner. Here's a gold star. Like, No. Oh, yeah, yeah not, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Um, if you, yeah, like if you need help, then like absolutely, like you should, you, you need to get that person help. Um, and if someone has wronged you and you are suffering because of it, then that's something at that point that you need to take up with God. Like, yes, you do to an extent have uh, like, I mean, depending on the relationship, right, it can vary, but you do have somewhat of an obligation to, to make it right with them. Um, and if you've tried to make it right with them and then they're just turning a blind eye, then like there's consequences to those actions. But I think we need to strive to be like Christ in the sense of like loving them unconditionally, even when, like I said earlier, like it doesn't benefit us or when it's not convenient for us. Um, and you know that's that's the sign of a true friend and a true brother so yeah yeah so i kind of feel like we're going in in sort of a direction that's like in order to like a good friend is a friend who unconditionally loves another Mm -hmm. right for sure yeah but at the same time in order to love a friend you have to love yourself yeah, I've learned in the past couple weeks, I've taken a lot of time to just like pray and stuff like that. And like, that's been so helpful. I've like mm. fasted and I've been better about myself. Right. That's helped me love 
other people better like you guys and a bunch of other people just like better and 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 doing that i feel better equipped to be a better man of god and i think like i struggle with like i feel like as i read martin luther for like my classes i feel like i'm martin luther i struggle with oh i make this one mistake and then like all the other past things that i've done are just like worthless because i made this one mistake or mm-hmm. i'm so sinful that like God doesn't love me, and it's like I don't think that about other people, but it's hard not to think that about myself, and it, and, it, and it hinders my ability to be a good friend when I think that because then I'm like, well, well, you should feel that way too because you're 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 bad, you know, you're you're being a horrible person. But it's like, no, it's not, um, because it doesn't matter what we do, God still loves us, and I think if if you're working on yourself and you're being a better man of God, you are going to be a better friend. And that's just the, the cold hard truth. Yeah, because, yeah, like, I don't remember the exact saying, but, you know, when you are pouring your effort and your energy into pursuing Christ first, here's what I've learned over the past year. My relationships with the, the people I love in my life and the people I'm closest to in my life, 100% every time will succeed far more when I'm pursuing Christ first and not pursuing them first, mm-hmm. that goes for guys and for girls. Like if you are putting someone you love above your relationship with Christ, it is never going to work out 100%. because you don't have your sights fixed on the right thing. And God is the only one that can keep relationships together because he's what created, he's the one who created relationships. So like it's prideful and arrogant to think that you can, like put yourself and like a person you love above that relationship with Christ, because that's the threshold that we should be like basing everything from. So, yeah, no, I totally get that. And, um, it kind of, that for me, that goes back to, well, okay. If we want to will the good of another, how do we know what that good is? Right. And, and that is a major theme in the Bible, right? From the very, very like beginning in Genesis, when humans fall, it's because we choose to define good and evil for ourselves, right? And over and over and over and over, humans fail because they don't want the wisdom of God. They want the wisdom of themselves. And so I, I feel like it's so like imperative for us that like to be a good friend, to, to really understand what is good for another is to understand what God defines as good. And, and that requires a relationship with God. And, and so part of being a good friend is being a, well, in relationship with God, right. And in a way that you are um, kind of in tune with his will for your life. Um, and obviously you can't define what is good for another person, but you can know what God defines as good for, to a certain extent, right? Well, and God is good. He is the and ultimate is source good. Yeah. of good and that we would not know good or bad if we don't know God. Um, and I, I've in the last couple of weeks have understood that like, whoa, I literally put God on the back burner for a long time and I just now started to realize like how, how I can put God on the front burner. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's so hard because I don't, it's not easy. It's not the, like the, 
necessarily the most logical thing. Like, oh, well, let me go read my Bible and like sit in solitude for a minute. Um, because that's not that's not easy. That's so hard. And it's so hard to be like, yeah, I'm going to put God before literally everything in my life. Oh, yeah, this person who I really deeply love, like on this earth, who I can physically see. It's so hard when I can't see God. Mm -hmm. I've really struggled with that where, oh, I don't see God. So it's hard for me to like be like, well, I'm going to put him first. Um, But I find by like taking time out of my day, 30 minutes to sit and just hear is so beneficial for me Um, because God, God speaks. He really does. And it's really beneficial to take that time um, with God because he will, he guides you. And if you put him first, I think all your other relationships will be flourish, um, will be blessed. I mean, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And it, it also goes both ways, though, you know, because I've talked to friends that I knew really well that that have um, had re- relationship struggles with other people, you know. And let's say, for example, that they were pouring in a lot um, of their time into the word more or time into prayer more and just really intentionally pursuing Christ and, and putting that above and beyond. But let's say that the person that they were having problems with wasn't then mm-hmm. like th- that's not that's still not going to work out because it doesn't equally go both ways. Like you need both friends on the receiving end as well to like also intentionally be pursuing Christ and putting him first. Because if they're not and you are the only one that is, then it's still unbalanced. It's still not going to work because your motives are still different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think like that's where a lot of frustration comes in is, you know, then you say, well, like then you get upset because you're praying to God and you're saying like, well, I don't understand why this relationship or this friendship is not working because I'm pouring in like my time and I've, I've poured my energy into pursuing you now, Lord, but now you know, the relationship's still broken. So it's like, it's just tricky, but you need to make sure that you guys are both on the same page for it to like really thrive and, and flourish. So that's so funny, Stead, because I was going to bring up the exact same thing, like as, as the next oh, really? topic yeah. that we we're going to talk <laughs> oh, about. Well, that's perfect. As like friendship requires two sides. It's, it's a two way thing. Um, and it, it seems to me that like, in order for you to have, be a good friend, you have to be in a relationship with be in a friendship with somebody who's also wanting to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. Right. If you don't have like both sides working on this, it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think in, that point in my mind is connected to a lot of other points in relationships like vulnerability and trustworthiness mm-hmm. and um, some things that I want to kind of discuss a little bit because like vulnerability is a big thing in in friendships, right? Part of becoming closer friends is like kind of uh, creating an environment with each other that you know you can you know, be honest with -hmm. with that person and um, tell them what's going on in your life. And um, I just feel like that is, is something that it specifically requires two ways because you need to, you can only be vulnerable with somebody that you, well, 
you can be vulnerable with other people, but you should only be vulnerable with somebody that you know is going to be trustworthy with your vulnerability, right? And is not going to take it in. Yeah, not someone who's just a blabbermouth. Yeah, yeah. And and even like, there's there's a lot of ways to to misuse that, you know. And I don't know if you guys have any like specific ideas on that. And don't tell everybody you meet or your surface level friends with everything. Yeah, because that's just the recipe for disaster. If you don't trust someone, don't tell them like your deeper secrets. If you don't think that they're gonna hold it through, because a true friend does not tell anybody else, unless it's like really dangerous, right? A true friend, like, hears something that's going on in your life and is not a blabbermouth about it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to be like, hey, please don't tell anybody this, um, you know, but like, this is our little secret, but uh, I'm suicidal. Well, <laughs> maybe you should probably tell somebody. But if they're coming to you and they're saying like, hey, don't tell anybody this, but I like Cheryl down the street, you know, like, well. I don't know. <laughs> Stupid analogy. Stupid. Cheryl. Cheryl's dead. It's a name. I don't know. I've never met a oh Cheryl my in my life. But uh, really? No, she's pretty nice. Oh, well, like, you know, she's old. She's like I don't know. She's pretty old. Hopefully not suicidal. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> this got bad fast. Uh, we have fun sometimes, but um, yeah, like there's a difference between. Like making sure that, you know, that secret or whatever that person or your friend is trying to tell you isn't like life threatening or going to be harmful, you know. But if someone is being vulnerable with you and opening up to you and trusting you with stuff that they perceive as being extremely important to them. Right. That's not something you should take lightly by any means, because Mm -hmm. even if you and your eyes don't see it as being something that like needs to be so top secret then like well who are you to say like what should and shouldn't be spoken about another person like if that person is going out of their way to tell you something that's very important to them and very like like they hold near and dear to their heart right you don't get to decide yeah where that information goes you don't get that's not for you to decide that's that's not your choice to make that's for them to decide. And they chose to tell you. So like the worst thing you could do would be to betray not only their trust in you by telling someone else that, you know, cause especially in like high schools is like the most stereotypical example I can think of, but like information spreads and creates rumors in which creates drama. Right. So if someone says something mm-hmm. and tells people and tells people and tells people, then it's going to create drama. And then it's, it's like telephone. When it ends up at the last person, it's not even the original thing that that person was saying. Yeah, and so, a lot of people got hurt along the way. You yeah, know? And exactly. So, and then it's a massive mess to try and come back later and clean that up, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, vulnerability is, is a big thing. And, yeah. it, like, if your best friend and your true friend is telling you something that they don't want you to share, then don't share it. And it's so important to have someone who you can tell everything. Like, you two... I tell literally everything to, and I know for a fact that will not get spread. Mm-hmm. Thousand percent. Yeah. Um, and it's so, you need that in your life. No, you do, for um, sure. And I'm 20 years old. I don't know a lot, but I know that. You need that. Hundred percent. Yeah. And like Joel, the way you know, for like you just said, you know for a fact that none of that will get spread. 
the way you know that is because you've lived with us for a year and a half yeah. and nothing has gotten spread, <laughs> you yeah. know, like you also have to build trust. And like, we've been fortunate enough to like live with each other for almost two years, well, a year and a half now. And, and like, we've built that trust. So it's so yeah. crazy. We've literally lived with each other. We've lived with each other more than we lived with our parents for the last year and a half. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I was, <laughs> I was trying to be like, in total, <laughs> no. Yeah, right. like yeah. in, the la- in the last year and a half, <laughs> I spent more does time. Not add up. <laughs> no, but I spent more time on campus than I have anywhere yeah. else in my like yeah, anywhere yeah. Else. eighteen plus one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. it is crazy. So no, yeah, um, cool. Uh, final thing, actually, there's kind of like two parts to this, but I think it's really important that, and this goes into kind of trusting your friends right but um specifically attempting to get to know them (laughs) my bad joel's being (laughs) sorry just (laughs) sorry keep going um okay so i'm gonna try to rephrase that because i don't know exactly what i just said i was distracted um yeah so so specifically trying to to know the people that you're friends with because how am i how am i supposed to know if you guys are trustworthy unless i really make an effort to to know who you and are to be vulnerable to to be vulnerable to know your character to make time to listen right um to know the the things that you know, they believe in that they struggle with and the the details about their lives, you know, because th- it's that stuff that really um, kind of goes into what it means to to be in an intimate friendship with somebody. Right. Yeah. And I think that just takes time. Yeah. Like I from interacting with people, I think you can tell like I know people who aren't trustworthy. Oh, yeah. Um but I know people who are, and it's just about taking the time to like tell them smaller things. Like I wasn't opening up like first day of school. Like this is my whole entire life. Yeah. Well, you kind of test the waters a little bit. But like you test the waters. Oh, this is like a little bit. It's a little bit. Like I didn't tell you guys everything. Like all. Like I've told you guys oh, stuff you sure. didn't know last month. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's big. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, I think that just you know is something that you you trust is built over time in like slow increments you know so like obviously you don't just tell someone your deepest darkest desire like secret secret or like worry or whatever's been traumatizing you you know like yeah there's a lot of stuff that that as a good friend you need to be careful with sharing right and it doesn't mean like there's a as as a good friend in the beginning of a friendship, right? Oftentimes it is um like it wouldn't be good if you were to tell somebody all this stuff all at once, right? And that's being respectful of the other person cuz there there's an element of like you test the waters but you also know like okay, well how much stuff is this other person going through? Mm-hmm. Right? Is it, would it be good for them if I were to just dump this on them right now, right? And so yeah. that's it's an element of like knowing the person, but also trusting them and um, 
I, I think too there's there's a level of like as a as a friend you want to listen right you want to be there for for your friend right mm-hmm. but you also have to be careful about not getting really really like emotionally involved in things mm-hmm. right because the the emotional like um stress that somebody else is going through doesn't need to be your sh- your emotional stress too mm-hmm. right and so yeah. it, there i think there's a lot of elements to this in into kind of knowing how much you should share and when and um a lot of that takes time and it just involves like loving and respecting the person that that you're um, you're friends with, I guess. You know? Yeah, and 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 like yeah, because Jacob, like first day I met you, right? Move in day, freshman <laughs> yeah. year. I if Crazy I hit, if I came up, right? I met I just met you. Hi, my name is Stephen. Yeah. Right? I'm Stephen. your roommate. Congratulations. If I came up with congratulations, <laughs> wow! It's you like, I, it's like I won a prize. Job. I get to you, room you with Stedman. You got Stedman. to college. You, you get a room with me. You get to live with me. What a great prize! What a great prize! <laughs> like if I told you some of the stuff that I've told you now, that I think day you think I was a you, lunatic. You would think I was absolutely crazy. Oh, for sure. Right? Like, there's no way I would tell you, hey, man, like. Oh you know blah 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 is going on and, and this and that and you'd be like what in the- <laughs> like, oh yeah so yeah. that's just like you know but we built like trust like you me and joel like we built trust telling each other stuff over like time right mm-hmm. over all of freshman year and then over like this like semester of sophomore year you know and that slowly builds up and then like when you get to know the person more and more then obviously you feel more comfortable telling them stuff yeah so and two i think that like even now like i know i can tell when a when it's a good time or not a good time 100 to, to, to you guys mm-hmm. right like if i know that like stuff is going on with you like, and I can handle the stuff that's going on in my life, I'm not just going to, like, come to you and start making the show about me, you know, and, and, and vice versa, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're able to know each other in a way that, like, okay, like, now is a good time for me to, like, bring this to them, to you guys, and, like, and talk about it. Or, like, now is really not a good time, you know? That's something that I'm just going to need to kind of, like, work on on my own. Yeah, it's all about common sense. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, because, like, <laughs> that is extremely... Um, I don't even know what the right word would be, but like selfish for <laughs> uh, it would be extremely selfish to have your best friend telling you all of your life or all of their like struggles and life problems when you're going through something too. And then you say you look at them and say, man, that sucks. I'm sorry. So here's what's going on with me. What do you <laughs> yeah, think about yeah, that? Like, um, you know, like you give them two cents of your time and yeah. then you say, oh, well, uh, so I'm going through something too. And, and what do you <laughs> like? No, be there for them. Put, you know, don't like you're a big boy. You can handle your, your own problems like temporarily. Right. Like mm-hmm. you just need to be there for your buddies sometimes. And, and it doesn't always need to be about you. Yeah. And, and that goes back to love being selfless. Yeah. Right. And and respecting the other person wanting their good. And oftentimes people just need to be listened to. Right. A lot of the counsel that you can give somebody is just being there for them to talk about their own stuff and figure yeah. it out on their own. We're almost all humans are verbal processors, whether mm-hmm. you think it or not. It our ability to 
to consider things and to process stuff is largely dependent on our ability to talk about it. Um, we can think a lot of stuff in our heads, but really it comes down to um, like the moment that we really figure things out is when we talk about it, right? And so um, understanding that about your friends, right? And knowing that like part of your role as a good friend is being there to simply like listen, right? And um, and kind of help when help is needed, but oftentimes the the help that is needed is just is just showing up right and being there yeah that's the biggest thing and i think that what that all the stuff that we've talked about is what makes a good friend um and you need that in your life we need it in our life and i think we found it and it's really special um but everybody needs that like 100 percent for sure for sure yep absolutely it's important um yeah uh, i think uh, that covers it pretty well yeah i think that covers it yeah, really good. That, that's that's our friendship, at least, is kind yeah, of where our, we're that, coming yeah, from. That, yeah, we are, we're, we're bros to the end. Um, um, so, yeah. And, and obviously, yeah. like, this is a big topic that you could address from a ton Probably. of different angles, you know, for, for hours, honestly. But Yeah, we could talk about this forever. Yeah. yeah. And, too, like, everybody's different, right? And so a lot of this stuff applies to, to most friendships, but it's... There, there are nuances between people. Yeah, right? for sure. And that comes. And with, you just have to feel out the water. Yeah, and that that comes along with with knowing your friends, right? So, anyway, um, that is, uh, I think. Yeah. For this Remember one. to follow us on uh, Instagram in the Harbor Podcast. Um, like us on. Can you like on Spotify? I think so. You can like, you subscribe, can follow, follow and, put and on our notification. Yeah. Spotify, Apple Music. Apple Podcasts, I mean. Apple Podcasts, yeah. Um, and other stuff like that. So keep listening, keep being our fans and everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, guys. Uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>